Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. It won't be like this forever, so just enjoy it while it's here. It's a really wonderful thing. And James Bay. It's about me. It's about my relationship with Lucy. It sums up so much of what went into writing this whole album. We're all works in progress. I still don't necessarily know who I am. And Depeche Mode's Dave Gahan remembering the late, great Andy Fletcher. I'll be honest with you, the first thought that came in my head was, I wish I'd been a bit kinder. Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash virginradiouk. Welcome to the show. Masas is here. Aloha. Sinead's here. Hello. And the super vet, Noel Fitzpatrick, is going to be here very soon. Tell me about Noel, Sinead. Well, on a personal level, very excited. (laughs) Okay. He's Irish. Uh, and he makes dogs and all animals better. Like, that is a winning combination as far as I'm concerned. Um, but he's not here to talk about that. Um, well, no, he is here to talk well, about it, that. Well, he is kind of here to actually talk about that, but not my sort of, you know... He's deep... actually exclusively here to talk about those things. Well, no, I, I meant he's not here to talk about my, like, deep passion for him. Oh, you no, know no, what I mean? no, no, no. No, well, no that would be weird. I mean, we could get on to that. Uh, we could... <laughs> no, let's get on to that. He's got a UK tour. I know. Okay, Beyond Super Vet. So this is him talking about everything he's learned from every animal he's ever learned. Like made better, and he's worked with, and all these kind of things. What's he learned about life? What's he learned about people exactly. from their pets? Yeah, exactly. Which you can learn. Like, uh, pets teach us so much. I have to say, I mean, they are it, communicators it, from the universe. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of an obvious thing to say, but I didn't really know it as much until I got my dog, and the patience and the love. They just love so hard. And, oh, anyway, don't get me started. Well, they're a mirror so, to the soul. Yes. They're a mirror to the soul. They're a mirror, mirror to your morals. They're a mirror to the way you behave. And they are, they remind you of the present moment because they are there with you in that moment, you know. And, you know, they do say, don't they, uh, medicine can be physical. And if you are feeling stressed at all and your doggy comes up uh, and you can stroke your doggy or your cat or, I don't know. Yeah. And then you instantly feel better because you get out of your mind and you get into your body. Yeah. Well, I had a great week because it was so hot. I had to uh, take Edie, my dog, out for a walk very, very early. So I was getting up and like watching the sunrise as I was walking. She kept going missing, which was a bit annoying, uh, but she eventually came back. So all's well that ends well. Anyway, very excited. Noel Fitzpatrick. Noel Fitzpatrick. Absolutely. On the way today on the show. So Prince Harry has appeared on what has been described as... (laughs) As the German version of Match of the Day, that couldn't be more far off the mark. There's a live studio audience. <laughs> they have fun and games. Um, it's an entertainment show. It's it's as much about entertainment as it is about sport. You know, Match of the Day is 10% entertainment. It's 100% entertainment if you love football, but it's not an entertainment show. This is more like League of Their Own or the James Corden shows that he used to do after the World Cup and the Euros and things like that. That's more this. So I wouldn't say it's Germany's version of Match of the Day. Would you? <laughs> no. I haven't seen it, but it doesn't sound very Match of the Day. Either. Well, they wouldn't have Prince Harry on Match of the Day. And even mm. if they did, um, then they wouldn't uh, then have a penalty shootout. 
out and loads of fun and they wouldn't have an audience of like five six hundred people yeah it feels more like soccer am doesn't that's it? that's right yes soccer am league of their own yeah those kind of shows that kind yeah. of show yeah um by the way uh bbc if you're listening you might want to have a think yes. about that yeah you might <laughs> <laughs> up a bit yeah up a little bit yeah you know um what do you know about this did he because he took some penalties did how did he do I have no. I've, this is the first I'm hearing about. Well, basically, it. it was England taking penalties in Germany, not necessarily against Germany, but England, Germany penalties. How do you think it went? Did the Germans win? Well, football won, entertainment won, <laughs> and the Germans. The, the match of the day star viewers won. Well, the, the match of the day <laughs> presenter Gary Lineker, when he was a footballer, he he came up with a great quote, uh-huh. which is what we said: "Football is a game of ninety minutes, and at the end of the day, the Germans win." Okay, that was in his day. Yeah. Things have changed since then. Hazards no Gaza. Prince 38 misses shots on TV. He's beaten by a politician who's 63. Oh, God. I presume the politician was German. So once again, we lose on penalties. Ouch. We don't need that on Monday morning, do we? All right, 87222. Thanks to Deb and Ange, who looked after Noah last night. Apparently, they were wonderful. As usual, went above and beyond um, to sort his knee out. He's got to check the Duff School today. God bless him. So... Lots of people doing wonderful things for the benefit of others and ultimately themselves, I suppose. Well, I know. Um, because one of the most selfish things you can do is be extremely selfless because it makes you feel amazing um, and help other people out, be kind to other people. And there were hundreds, if not thousands of people walking past our house, some running, uh, not as many running. But then again, I saw most of them on Sunday because I, was, I wasn't around on Saturday and I think you could run or walk. It was 100k from Putney Bridge to Henley. And some people have been walking through the night and I saw them about half seven on Sunday morning and they, they did look like they'd been walking through the night. I've never done that. You know, we've done the four by four by 48, which is four miles every four hours for 48 hours. You know, Tash and I have done that and that was interesting, getting up at one o'clock in the morning to go out and run and then getting up at five o'clock to go and run again. Well, getting up before five o'clock to go and run again and feeling really strange. You've been on these extreme runs fast, so you know what they feel like. Um, some people who were less prepared than others were really struggling, obviously, but they all did. You know, the fact they even embarked upon this was amazing. This isn't the Centurion, which is the one from Richmond to Henley. This is Putney to Henley. What was this it's particular? The, is it, was it a race or was it an event or is it the same thing? It's the Thames Path Ultra Challenge. I saw them at the other end of the race. I saw them as they were coming past Barnes. Some, some of them were tired already. It was very hot, wasn't it? <laughs> It was hot, and you know, and it and it and it is a long way. So you can do 100 kilometers, or 50 kilometers, or in fact 25 kilometers. And can you overnight you, as yes, well? Yes, you can. There's camping packages available as well. So it's it's much more like it's do the distance. It's not a race sort of vibe yeah. I'm getting from Good. it. Good, excellent. Well, well done, everybody doing everything. Let us know if you did something. If you cinched it, if you cinched that, let us know. Eight seven triple two. I waved to everybody I saw. I gave them, you know, fist in the air, thumbs up, everything. You know, some people can't see you because they're so focused on one uh, step in one foot in front of the other, one step at a time. Let us know. Eight seven triple two. All your cinches of the weekend, please. Start your cinch with the word virgin and get a beep on us and, in fact, more on cinch. My weekend cinch was waving my gorgeous daughter Livy off on the train to London yesterday so she can attend the induction week for her surveying degree apprenticeship in Canary Wharf with Jones Lang LaSalle. I'm a very proud mum who can't wait to watch her thrive in her new life. Good luck to her and all the other JLL new starters. Ruben from Wandsworth, top of the morning. Christoph, this is a good one. Sinead and Bassos, my cinch of the weekend and for the week ahead is that I'm listening from beautiful Kilkenny in Ireland. Have you, have you been? Yeah, it's yes. good. Ring of Kerry. Yeah. Yeah, I've been yes. there as well. It's gorgeous, isn't it? 
got here on Friday for a week of dogs, cat and chicken sitting, uh, healthy, no meat and fasting week. Well, you're in the right place. Mm. The air there. The scenery there. The vibration there. Yes. Just awesome. Margaret Stony Stafford. Hello, Margaret. It's been a while. Well done, Chris, for 100 days yesterday. Yes, the thunderstorms were fun. My sense of the weekend was seeing Matthew, Bournes, Romeo and Juliet. Just brilliant. Have a fab weekend. On the way, Noah Fitzpatrick on the show. Your cinches of the weekend. Keep them coming. They're awesome. You're awesome. Have I told you how awesome you are? Have I told you lately you're awesome? Bevin Brighton, please, could you give my wonderful husband, Michael Markham, and bro, Martin Robinson, a shout-out. They did the first triathlon yesterday in Brighton. Absolutely cinched it. So proud of them both. Loads of love to you. Oh, is that the same triathlon as our Ben did? Yes, it is exactly tell the same. Tell us about triathlon. Ben's triathlon. I mean, Ben's here. You can tell us himself, but um, you tell us now. So Ben did a sprint triathlon. Ben is in charge of our socials. And he's great. And he was, he was his first triathlon. He was nervous about it. And he said to me, thing is, right, so you, you finish the swim, and then you get out the water, and then your, your legs aren't really working properly and that's really weird then you get on the bike and you do your bike and it's 20k on the bike and then you start your 5k run and your legs aren't really working properly which sort of said to me that he'd never tried doing this before that's that's the, the whole point of training for triathlon is to do, is to do a bike ride and then a run but he was really surprised they call it jelly legs yes they call it jelly legs Ben. that's that's in every point. article about triathlons you've read, <laughs> yeah. in every training schedule, um, yep. it's Jelly Legs is in there. Yeah, it's called the Brick Session, and it's not because you're building bricks. It's because of Max Brick, the famous coach, who said you just have to do a bike ride and then do a run. Training for doing a bike ride, then doing a run. It's, <laughs> it's not rocket science. But anyway, he did really well. He smashed his time, so well done. So he'd done it before? No, he had a sort of... Uh, ethereal goal of doing it inside two hours right um, and he thought I- I'm never going to get close to that and he didn't get close to it he beat it by miles he was 148 wow so maybe not training is the way forward yeah. I'm not saying he didn't train <laughs> he's here he's in charge of our socials yeah. he's the new Will <laughs> yes. Morning team, my whole weekend was a cinch. Like that, mine was in a way, I suppose. Abba Voyage Friday evening, visited McLaren Saturday and then the good revival yesterday, fabulous three days with lots of dressing up. Amy and Jono from Woking. I've got a dressing up story from... The Goodwood Revival. If you don't know, the Goodwood Revival is the greatest motorsport event in the world. You literally go back in time. Everyone dresses as if you're from yesteryear. And you can pick a decade. It doesn't matter. You can go World War One or the Great War, whatever you, however you like to refer to it as. Uh, or you can go World War Two, or you can go 60s. You can go Austin Powers. You can go 70s. You can go glam. You can do what you want. Or you can just not bother. Um, very few people don't bother. And if they don't bother the first year, they definitely bother the second year. Because it's not they feel out of place. It just feels like you're missing out because everybody else is having so much fun. Because within that fancy dress, if you like, and I'm not really a big fan of fancy dress, but I suppose this is, but it doesn't seem like it. It's sort of different. Um, there is escapism and there is freedom and there is uh, there, there's just joy. These are joyous. But my my, my dressing up story, I think this is really funny. You might not. Okay, I think this is really funny. So we were at the control tower, Noah and I, and the control tower is not for, I suppose it is for the airfield. Yes, it's control tower for the racetrack and the airfield, and it's an Art Deco building, and it overlooks the start and finish line at the Goodwood um, race circuit. And there's all these amazing cars there. I could talk about that later. And uh, But we're, we're on the balcony, and I've, I'm dressed as a sort of mechanic-y kind of guy, you know, a garagista, as you may <laughs> refer to, yeah. you know, from like Le Mans 66 or from the film. Or, you know, they're pretty ageless. You, you know, you're dressed in a garage, you're dressed in a garage now when you're tinkering away. Bit like that, a little bit like that. Uh, Noah just, Noah, Noah, 
he wore some clothes too and he had a look and I don't know what the look was but mum said don't, don't say anything I said I haven't said anything <laughs> well don't I was I'm not going to she said yeah but don't, you know don't even think it I, said, oh, I thought you're thinking it I'm thinking it. I'm not, I've not said anything he, she said he's giving it a go I said I know that's what I thought I, th- I thought all the things you were saying anyway he, he had a fr- <laughs> didn't he have a flat cap he had a he flat had a cap flat and a dinky bow yeah there you go he basically had his school uniform and a flat cap a waiter's dinky bow and a tweed cap Fine. <laughs> now we've said it. This isn't, by the way, this isn't my story. Right. Lot, lots of people, it's really cool um, to dress in like, you know, uh, sort of World War II RAF gear or, you know, um, pretend that you're an officer or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, uh, it's good. It's good. It's really cool. That's a good outfit. Strong, but very warm on a day like uh, Saturday. We were there on Saturday because they're made of wool, aren't they? This guy, this guy was in the control tower. I said, I said, you <laughs> said, how hot are you? He said, I am very hot. Uh, he was so red, redder than my, I was. You know, and I go, I am, I do red really well in the sun. Uh, I get very hot and very red faced. And I was in the shade. It wasn't sunburn. I was just very hot and very, I just, you know, that's my complexion. And he was ginger as well. And um, I said, God, and he had the whole, um, you know, ship's captain kind of thing going on. I said, that is a strong look. I said, you actually do look like you could be the captain of a ship. He said, I am the captain of a ship. <laughs> I said, no, you're not. He said, I am. I'm the captain of HMS Richmond, which is why I'm here today, because, of course, his grace is the Duke of Richmond and the captain of HMS Richmond always gets invited for the day, plus one. Oh, wow. I said, oh, my God, this is so unfair for you because there's so many people dressed like you, pretending to be you, and they look cool, but you really are you. Yeah. <laughs> and he went, I know. So he was in his actual uniform, yeah. not like a kind of um, oldie, ye oldie captain. No, but you outfit. sort of can't tell the difference in yeah. a way. Do you know what I mean? Because so he wasn't in fancy dress. He was in his own clothes. Well, really. it was very dressed that was fancy, but it yeah. wasn't classical fancy yeah. dress. And he said, I oh, know nobody believes me. I said, I believe you. <laughs> I said, I believe you. And then we had a big chat for about 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes. Um, and he, I think he listens to the show every day. Good morning, Chris, if you're listening. His name is Chris Lamay. Oh, and he's cool. the captain of HMS. Richmond. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose. Food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, Vass is running off. He's nipped off now to the airport because he's going to Jersey to pick up some super tips for swimming the channel from a lady who's swimming in five of her six decades, about to make it six of her seven decades in her 70s. So if she doesn't know, what she doesn't know about swimming the channel, whether it is not to be known. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So I look to you for an intro to our next guest, but he's left one. (laughs) Never knowing the outdone of his intros. 
Sorry about that, Sinead. Although you were busy before. Anyway, it's fine, yeah, yeah. Far too busy. Are you refocused now? Yes. For obvious reasons? Yes, yes. Okay. I'm I'm very present. I'm living right <laughs> in this She's particular moment. She's never been moment. more present. Here we go. You'll find out why. He's the super vet who super sorts all your precious pooch's problems and we think he should consider a cape. He's heading back on the road later this month for his Beyond Super Vet Tour. So it's a big yes, yes, yes to the brilliant no, no, Noel Fitzpatrick. Even when he's not here, he's sort of here. Noel, how are you, mate? How are you? Very well, very well. Great to be here. Now, I know he mentioned a cape there. You've considered a cape in the past, haven't you? I've had a cape. I turned up at one to Glastonbury this year uh, to support Elton John, of course, as is my natural penchant. Right. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be on the kids' field uh, at Glastonbury. And I turned up with my cape as vet man because yes. I thought I was going to jump out on, on a tent in kids' field with, with my vet man cape on and it would be great. And I would get, read bits from the book and we'd have a great time and we'd, we'd, we'd act out scenes from vet man. Except I got down there late. I'm always late for everything right <laughs> ended up going into the tent right the great introduction great introduction yes and we got it so, and it's vet man for the very first time full outfit that, that we had built the full outfit with the cape the full nine yards the hood the everything jumped out only to realise they're not 10 to 12 year old kids they're 4 year old children oh. who can't read obviously my whole act is gone in two and a half seconds <laughs> All they wanted me to do was put paper bag on my head and dance. And so I There did. you did. There you go. <laughs> so be gone with the cape, paper bag with two holes in. Much more glass anyway. Much more glass though. Much more glass But of course, you know, Beyond Supervet is the tour. We'll talk, we are talking about that. That's what this whole conversation is about. Um, Supervet TV show, the Bionic Vet also TV show. But this all began in your mind as Vetman. Yes, it did. When I was 10, uh, I just thought, oh, you know what? Wrapping baler twine around lamb's legs with a bit of a bit of a twig is probably not great. Because I'd seen Wolverine. I'd seen this dude with adamantium in his skeleton in a cartoon book. And I thought, there has to be a better way than this. So I invented Vetman in my head. I, I was age 10. I was under the chestnut tree. I remember the moment it happened. I remember the moment he first visited. And Pirate, the farm dog, was with me and we were going to fly away, Vetman and Pirate and me, and we were going to meet lions. And we were going to change the world and have all of those animals that were in As pain if she didn't in the love world. you enough already. <laughs> Cry. We're going to solve it all. So, yes, it all began with Vetman. Sinead, it's lovely to meet you. How are you today? Very good. Thank she's you. a mess. She, she's great. She's a happy I mess. do love you very much. Oh, I'm a big fan. So, this, this is, is very exciting for this, me no, today. This, no, it's exciting for me that somebody loves me. This is great. <laughs> Sinead is beautiful, everybody. And uh, she's angelic, floating on an Pretty angelic heavy. crowd. When are you getting your hair done? Thursday. Thursday. It's Wait fabulous. till Friday. It's fabulous to come into this amount You're of work. Thank you Friday. so much, Sinead. No, There's thank you. There's a lot you. of marriage in the air, I heard in the car on the way as well. Yeah, so we're all good. We're all good. Yeah, Sinead, get the hair done. We're good to go. Okay, it's all great. <laughs> Vetman, of course, you know, uh, your childhood fantasy, um, it's become a reality. But also, Vetman now exists in book form. And Pirate gets more than a mention. Yeah, yeah. Pirate was my pal when life was tough. We had a few tough things going on. And I learned very early doors that uh, pirate for me was a kind of stent a kind of heart stent because I'd heard of heart stents and I thought he is a stent right through all the blockages that humans are creating and he was my best pal and I've just uh, re-broadcast him Christopher in uh, Super Pets and Me of which I have a copy for you outside for Noah and Eli uh, which is the next book and that 
uh, takes us on the story from Pirate through to Kira, who was my doggy for the last 14 years, who uh, I lost. And uh, I love her so much. I, I, I genuinely love her so much that when I left the practice this morning and I just looked at her little uh, little gravestone, I just took her, you know, I, I take her with me everywhere. And I, I've got these two books, Super Pets and uh, Kira and Me coming out. And as I go on tour, I'm going to lean into those two books and share the 13 things that animals have taught me throughout my life. That's what the tour is about. So you put a number on it, the 13th. Yeah, because I was born on the 13th and 13 is my favourite number. And there just happened to be these 13 things. Well, I thought there's 13 things that are really important to me and uh, I, I want to bring them to the world. And I actually, I wrote them on my hand because I thought that I would just share them with you. That's love, hope, truth, faith, curiosity, tenacity, trust, passion, empathy, care, humility, kindness and gratefulness. That's it. Yeah, so this is beyond vetting. We're now humaning, aren't we? Yeah, the whole point of the show is to, is to make us the best humans that we can be. Actually, the main point of the show this time round is because you, oh. my bestest friend in the whole wide world, yep. refused to come last time round with this one excuse, Sinead. <laughs> oh, my excuse is I can't go because I've got a radio show the next day and I'll be too tired. Now, I get that. I get that. Very respectful. Really good at his, at his job. This time round, I'm working Monday to Thursday, get in a van on Friday, go to whatever town, and I am only doing Friday, Saturday and Sunday night. So if you do not come this time, yeah. you're in big trouble, mate. Well, Sunday. I can't come Sunday. That's a Friday and night. Saturday. Friday, Saturday. We are, I'm going to send you every I could, single... I could get a show for Saturday and Sunday. Saturday I'm going to send you every single Friday and Saturday date we've got. If you don't come, I'm going to camp outside your house and do your show, do the show live in your I, garden. I like to come into your gigs. You know that. Thank you. It genuinely wasn't an excuse. It was a, it was a circ <laughs> circumstantial. You know, the point is, if I was at your gig, which I would love to come to, and I've been to many of your gigs, I wouldn't really be at your gig because I'd be worried about tomorrow. So I'd be half there and half not there. I Who wants know. to live like that? And then on the show the next day, I'd still be half at your gig, and I would be. I'd end up nowhere, man. I'm all with you. You know what I mean? Anyway, this show, this tour, Sinead, entirely put on for Christopher. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. NoFitzPatrick.com. NoFitzPatrickLive.com. NoFitzPatrickLive.com. Yeah, so we're starting on the 29th of September, touring all around uh, distances that I can travel from the practice this time so that I can get to in five Still or six practicing. hours. Yeah, yeah. Monday. Are you any good at it by now? I'm trying. <laughs> Try and practice. All this practice. Pra 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 practice, practice, practicing, 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 practicing. practicing. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go on holiday for the weekend. Imagine getting in the van on Friday morning, ending up in Blackpool Friday uh, Friday night. Fantastic, right? Had How any, good is that? Had any distractions lately? <laughs> no, zero, zero, absolutely zero distractions, and there will be no talk about that. <laughs> so you um, went up north on Thursday afternoon. To appear on BBC Breakfast, I did. Um, how 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 is that? You jump on the sofa. You you get six seven minutes. What happens there? How, yeah, how yeah. Is it? Um, I I I enjoy this bit. It's like a holiday because uh, most of the time it's actually your warship uh, analogy that you were bantering with uh, our former co-host who's now gone to swim the channel ex-co-host um, uh, <laughs> it was very relevant though because you said well it's mostly fun till it's not. And that's what my career is. Mostly fun, till it's not. Yeah. Because I have to deal with death and life and all the heavy stuff. So it's mostly fun, until it's not. But it's life, in a way. It, and, it, and it's life. Yeah, it's very, very uh, condensed into that microcosm. And when you're in it five or six times a day, it's super intense. Yeah. So to answer your question about Manchester, I love it. I, I love the fact that I could get in a train and just go to Manchester 
and just hang out with people who just wanted to hear well, what are you going to talk about on the tour and all and uh, and basically it's just love I'm like, can I share love across the, the nation the, the kind of love that you and I bonded over with Enzo years ago do years you remember years ago. of course I remember how can I forget and but that love lasts forever because it's bonded in a world of I, rem- uncom- I remember the smell of the kitchen tiles that I was laying down and whilst hugging my dog and you came to stroke us both yeah 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 wow Bit a bit well, well, a bit. I remember. I remember. I remember the smell of the tars. I remember the smell of of Enzo's defecation because he couldn't control his um, mm. movements. And you came, and I remember the blue. <laughs> oh, he's me getting all tearful. I remember the blue Aaron sweater that you were wearing that night. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, I remember. I'm sorry, mate. No, it's like it's good, man. It's good because yeah. it's love, isn't it? It's love. Well, that's the unconditional love I'm talking about. The love that doesn't judge the love that sees you as you are and allows you to be yourself, the love that uh, allows you not to have anger. You're going to make everyone cry. They're going to pay to come and cry. <laughs> and allow the, the love that gives you peace. Yeah. And it's eternal. And so, it's on tap. No, you've just got me going. I wasn't animals. ready for that. Sorry about that. I'm um, sorry, mate. No, it's good. It's good. That's, it's how, good. that's how we met. And I, I've loved you to bits since. And thank you so much for being on the journey with me and helping me. But your question was... I took a picture of you lying on your father's grave in the snow. That's how close. That's how close friends we are. Yeah, actually, I was lying on my own grave, and when when you know, right next to Daddy, and when you know where you're going to end up, it's very easy to travel the journey because you know there's only one place you're going to end up. Isn't it strange though? You know, we we fear everything, lots of things in life. You know, life is suffering. Suffering is uh, desire. There is an end to desire, and there's a path to that end of desire they're the four noble truths the eightfold path, righteous path is, is you know is is the root map how we should live our life the second you remember that life gets a lot easier um but we forget it all the time until we remember yeah, it yeah we, you know, we that's do the and point, there's this it? there's this you get me going now but there's this fantastic don't uh, try and outcry no, me. I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna because i will win I'm, that competition uh, <laughs> yeah i'm definitely not <laughs> but in this book kira and me that comes out in october kira was my enzo and I have a line in that about fear because she, Christmas Day 2022, she wrote through me because I was just feeling really sad. Mammy had gone. You came to visit Mammy with me. I did. And it was a beautiful thing. But Mammy had gone and Kira had gone. And I was just a bit terrible on Christmas Day 2022. And Kira and me, this book came together that I'm going to read a bit of in the live show for the first time. And I actually read it aloud Saturday, this Saturday for the very first time. And it made me cry. But there's a line in there about fear. And it says, if you can embrace it rather than run from it, sometimes the fear, the thing you fear the most can make you least afraid. Isn't that an amazing thing that she taught me? Because when I was facing all the fear with her when she had her accident, should I put her back together again? Am I doing this for me? Am I doing it for her? Is it ethical? Is it the right thing to do? She gave me everything with no conditions whatsoever. And in that moment, the thing I feared the most set me free, allowed me to be least afraid. Victor Frankl said, everything can be taken from a person, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. That's his quote. And of course, you don't have to wait for everything to be taken from you to actually choose your attitude to any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And... You know the sort of the the uh, the, the the bedfellow of that co- quote would be take every moment 
understand it. Don't fear it. Don't react to it. Give yourself the grace and the space to respond or not respond. And not responding is in its own way a response. And then consider how that can be useful to everybody else. Yeah. And if you if you if you're ever worried about anything, um, and whether it's you know, you you the fact you may feel imperiled yourself or some people around you may f- you may consider they're in peril. If you go to the be useful lane. It's just very, very helpful. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about this, uh, the earthquake in Morocco over the weekend and the war in Ukraine and all that stuff. And I started to write the show. Of course, won't surprise you, I only started yesterday. And I was right. It's quite early for you. Yeah, yeah. At at least three (laughs) weeks before we are actually due to do it. Um, Yeah, as opposed to the night before. But I started to write and I thought, well, it's all relative. We all have our own challenges, you know, our own issues in life. But there's a lot of stuff in the world. And this concept of being useful, um, and, and they talk about compassion fatigue in, in my job, in my profession, because every day I just try to be useful to the family. I don't call them owners. I never have. They're just a family of... Uh, a dog called Mabel, who I saw out yesterday afternoon. So Mabel has been in my hospital for the last few weeks. Mabel nearly died twice. And, oh man, and Mabel went home yesterday. And I just, and her mum works in prisons. And she's seen all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. She she's a, She helps ladies in prisons who have had a really tough time for various reasons. And they're in there because of, maybe stuff that they didn't really mean to do, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, man, has a teary show this morning. So I, I held Mabel's mum yesterday and I just felt this surge of being useful in that moment, you know, that Mabel for her and for her family and for me represented everything that's important in life. Like Enzo did for you, like Kira did for me. If I can somehow translate that, that ethereal essence of oneness that bonds us all together as human beings. Actually, at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters, which is your children, your mum, the, the people that you love. I mean, I was at your mum's funeral and said the uh, eulogy. You told me I should get a different job because I was quite good <laughs> was at that. Good at it. <laughs> quite good at his own job, but he's really good at being a sovereign. But, but in that moment, you're you're of service. And if I can serve everybody on the tour and bring them into that love and make them feel safe in, in a world which sometimes feels unsafe, then I feel that that's really worthwhile. Yeah, and your tears came from the relief that you could be useful in that moment. Thank goodness I can be useful. That's where that, that's what that is. Yes. Thank God I was, thank God I didn't think I could be useful. Thank God, thank God, thank God, let me be useful again and again and again and again. He's trying to outcry me. He's not, he's not going to win. You can outcry the both of us. Come on, join in. You're getting paid as well. Sinead, Ask him a question, Sinead. Come on, cry and ask a question. Said, no wonder you're wearing black. Both of you. I'm wearing grey. I'm not much better. I just find, I find it so hard to talk about like, dogs like dying it really really upsets me because i've got she's about to be three first dog all i ever wanted as a child was a dog so it's like my dream come true to have her um what's her name ed ed she's a cavapoo she's black and tan she's the greatest thing in the world and she brings so much joy to my dad as well which gives me so much happiness too he absolutely adores her um but yeah just even though she's she's only three and thank goodness you know healthy and all the rest of it but it just Oh my I had a guy. In you, his... Is there a question anywhere here? I don't think so. <laughs> Fair enough. I had a guy, <laughs> just, just checking. A, a reflection on that. I had a guy in his mid fifties come to see me recently. Well, hard guy, ex-military, really hard guy. Had been stabbed in the head, full nine yards, and everything else. 
And his dog came in and his dog had this crisis and it was life or death. And all of a sudden, he just grabs me and floods of tears. And he just held me and he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. He said, well, I'm so sorry because it's the first time I've hugged anybody for a long (gasps) time. And it's the first time ever that I have cried. Ever. Ever. Oh, my God. I mean, I... Ever. Oh my God. And I believed him. I believe you. And I looked at him and I said, and he's, he's, he's a four year old boy. Yeah, of course. And the reason you just reminded me was, he said, when I was four, I just wanted the dog, you know, to keep me company. And he told me a bit about his background and stuff. It was a pretty tough, rough background. And in that moment, his little boy came up inside him and he was whole. And we did the consult and unfortunately things worked out okay and at the end of it this man who had never cried in his whole life before he just shook my hand he couldn't bring himself to hug again it was quite funny he wanted to hug but he couldn't did don't do hugging I tried it it wasn't for me he shook my hand really firmly and he looked me straight in the eye and he just said something that I I should remember forever thank you for making me whole again oh my goodness so that's the laughs. Um, there's some more <laughs> emotional stuff in the tour. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com yeah. yeah. is where you need to go uh, for a right giggle. The laughs <laughs> are what I dad dads to Harry Styles, which you have to see because there's a whole segment in the show called Sliding Doors Moments, yeah. funny things that happen in life. Yeah. And two of those I'll give you real quick. Do you have time? No, I don't no, know. No, don't slow down, man. Uh, anyway, cool. uh, two things that are really fu- make me laugh every time. And I took them from the last show I did because they're unmissable. Yeah. One was where me and Colin Farrell were up for the same job when we were actors in the early 90s. Now, I don't know what he did with his life. He probably went off to carry us. I don't, I don't know. I've never heard him say no, no. I don't know what he did. Colin Montgomery. Me and Colin were up for a show called Bally Kiss Angel in <gasps> Ireland. I we love that program. Down to the last three yep. uh, in the audition. And I saw this beautiful boy who had this nascent talent that was like this effervescent. I'm like, all righty. I'm in the wrong place. Yep. I'm doing the wrong This is a message thing. from God. There's a message here. So that sliding doors moment happens in the show and it's quite funny. No sliding doors moment that happens. It's not really sliding doors, it's more of a drawbridge. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like a moment. Thames barrier. You, you know, you know the moment in Indiana Jones where the big wall comes down and he can't go back, and he tries to grab his hat. Do you know that moment? That was what By that way, was how like. How great is Indiana Jones? So that was great. Like, you remember that moment? He's, he's rolling down. He grabs his hat, and the wall is down. You can't go back. Yeah. So that was a that was a total door close. Another moment was I was at a Harry Styles concert, and because uh, I I love my music, and I'm there and I'm trying to keep a low profile, and I'm surrounded by screaming girls, and they're going mental right. mental 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 anyway this lady taps me on the shoulder and she goes you are the super fan <laughs> not here and I not go, here I'm and not I go, I'm I nothing go, let's just keep our eyes on the prize yeah I'm a normie uh, I, 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 I don't exist here and, and, and she screams yeah my cat's gonna lose his leg next week In, like, she's um, gonna lose yours if you carry on like this love. And, and I'm like and I'm like I just turn to her and I go no, he's not. So it turns out, yes. I met this girl yes. at this Harry Styles yes. gig. Her cat's called Oz. Yes. Her Oz is going to literally have his leg amputated the following Wednesday. Right. I meet her on the Saturday night or the Friday night. He comes to see me the following week. We save his leg. Harry Styles sends me a vinyl record side to say, thanks for saving the putty cat. Because it turns out she's the sister of Harry's drummer. Now, 
that's the unconditional strand of Whoa. oneness. Wow. Sometimes it's very handy to be a super veteran. Yes, so <laughs> but, but that's the... the what see, did you do? What did he send you? He, he just sent me a vinyl saying thanks for saving the putty car. It's what, like a gold disc or something? No, no, Harry's... Do you like gold discs? You Harry's find a gold has, disc? Oh, don't, don't even go there. <laughs> okay. Harry Styles' is a ha- house. My, Harry's house. <laughs> Harry's house. house. Big fan, big fan. Uh, there's a, uh, he sent me that and it was beautiful. And, and the third, to mo- he wants to talk about stuff I'm not willing to talk about. <laughs> okay. And uh, we're, we're I'm going... I'm sensing that. We're going to move swiftly along to the final sliding doors moment, which also involves music. NorfisPatrickLive.com for tickets, please, now. Come yeah, NorfisPatrickLive.com. Starts in September, ends in December. Please come, share the love. Also, watch me in the moment that I tried to be Brian May because I made a guitar out of a hay bale with twines and a fertilizer sack and a broom handle as the neck. That's very C6, Steve. And I was 11. Uh-huh. And I was plucking these twines on a fertil on the fertilizer bag, making the noise because the plastic was underneath. Twanging away. Twanging away. I was supposed to be stacking hay. My dad comes around the corner. He goes, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm Aww. playing a guitar." Aww. And he goes, "There'll be no guitar in around here." But that fellow with the big hair, Brian May, right? I'm queen. I, I, yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be Brian I May. We're not going to talk uh, about it. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> there's a moment in the show. Where I talk, I talk about how I became a vet in that moment. This is a true story. He went to the shed and he brought out a saw and he, sh- he said, you'll sharpen that and cut horns off the bullocks tomorrow. And the following day, I was not playing guitar at Queen. I was sawing horns off a bullock as an 11-year-old child with blood. And now I love Queen. So, uh, no, no. And no, now also you are generally friends with Brian May. Uh, I love Brian. You're because friends. we friends. we bond over animals and he's the nicest You're man in the world friends, trademark yeah um he came out at that bit in my last show and it was wonderful yeah this is the, so he tells the story and then can you imagine he's the gig is near Brian May's house and Brian May walks on stage oh by the way if you didn't believe him it's true here i am <laughs> actual Brian May yeah 19 19- actual Brian May 1986, first rock concert I ever saw Queen Slane Castle unbelievable i thought Freddie was just talking to me but Brian is Nicest man in the world, oh, trademark. Uh, can I, excuse me, sir. Yes, hello. Um, welcome to the private oh. lounge. Uh, can I have your initials, please? Yes, it's ABM. What's that stuff? Actual Brian May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, right, nofitspatricklive.com. We've got to wrap up, Noel. I love you to death. I love you too, I love bro. You beyond, Th- thank beyond. you. I love you beyond love. I don't I know what comes you. after that, but whatever it is, that's what I have for you. I love you beyond. And then, and Sinead's one on from that. And beyond love, <laughs> and beyond everything else. And Sinead, thank you for being absolutely gorgeous. So, oh, books coming you. out. Come back to talk about We've those. We've got. I'll come They're back. Not out yet, so yeah, no point, really. uh, Kira Me's out in October, and yeah. Super Pets is out this week on the right, 14th. Mate. Okay. All right. Awesome. Thanks, mate. You are more than welcome. Love the 80s? <laughs> Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus.